Hello and welcome to My Tiny Bottles, the podcast where I explore my grandmother's legacy of miniature liquor bottles one tiny bottle at a time. I'm your host, Tammy Coxon. Would you love a baby sham? In post-World War II England, women definitely would. Bottle number 14, Baby Sham, is double the size of a standard mini at 100 ml or 3.5 ounces, but still smaller than what it was meant to evoke in size and name and styling, which was a bottle of champagne. It does a pretty good job at that. It's a 6.5 inch tall green glass bottle with a champagne-ish looking top wrapped in baby blue foil. The label has Baby Sham written on it in big block letters, and there's a little prancing yellow deer with a blue scarf. Instead of champagne in the bottle, though, what you have is a sparkling pear cider, or perry. While not as prevalent as apple cider, perry has been made for hundreds of years. But Baby Sham gave it a decades-long boost. It was created by a brewer named Francis Showering from Shepton Mallet in Somerset, England. He originally introduced it as a champagne de poire at county agricultural fairs, but when the product took off and began to be packaged in tiny bottles, it became Baby Sham. Launched in 1953, in 1957, Baby Sham had the distinction of being the first alcoholic product of any kind advertised on English television. And even more notably, it was marketed at women. This was a good 20 years before any distilled spirits brand in the U.S. would dare to do such a thing, as I talked about in my episode on bottle number nine, Wild Turkey Liqueur. Attitudes about women drinking were certainly more relaxed in England, but women were still limited in their choices for what was seen as an acceptable tipple. Enter Baby Sham, which was fun and festive, packaged in a bottle perfectly sized to fill an old-style champagne coupe. The brand's mascot was a leaping cartoon fawn, which emblazoned not only the packaging, but branded coupes sold to collectors. TV and print advertising portrayed the brand as posh and hip, with chic and sexy women having fun while drinking Baby Sham. Today, we would look at this as pandering to women, but as Mallory O'Mara puts it in Girly Drinks, A World History of Women and Alcohol, why on earth wouldn't someone want to try something advertised specifically for them, especially when nothing else is? Their strategy worked. Production soared from 300 dozen bottles an hour to 2,800 dozen in the 1960s and peaked in June 1973 when 144,000 bottles were being produced each hour. As far as I can tell, it was mostly a UK thing, but there must have been at least some exports because my dad tells me that he and my mother split a bottle of baby sham to celebrate the night of my sister's birth in 1969. It would be lovely and poetic for my bottle to be from the same occasion. Baby sham was sold in four packs after all, but alas, I think it's younger than that. The Prancing Deer logo has been with the brand since nearly the beginning, but its looks have changed over time, and the yellow version dates to the 1970s. The bottle also lists volume in both mils and ounces, which would put it in the period between 1976 and 1980 when the UK was going metric. And when Baby Sham was still going strong. But in the 1980s, it had become the drink your Aunt Jane drank, or even worse, your mom, and younger drinkers had lots of other choices. While the brand never fully went away, the bloom was off Baby Sham's rose. The brand was sold to Accolade Wines in the 1990s and had a brief resurgence in popularity around their 60th anniversary in 2013. And in 2021, the Showering family brought back the brand, returning it to Shepton Mallet, where it began almost 70 years ago. What's your Baby Sham story? You can leave a comment on this episode at MyTinyBottles.com, where you'll also find pictures of this great-looking bottle. Or find at MyTinyBottles on your social media platform of choice. Cheers! This episode was produced by Lester Graham. The theme song is Snooter by Josh Woodward.